everyone, I'm Morgan McCullough, a public relations and journalism major at SMU, here with co-hosts and fellow communications students Lauren Montgomery and Caitlin Kalina. Welcome to Hello Hilltop. Today, we are interviewing Sophie Pasternak, president of SMU Student Foundation. She is a senior here at SMU, majoring in economics with a minor in statistics. Welcome, Sophie, and thanks so much for being here today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me today. Student Foundation has been upholding campus traditions since 1973, with the mission to provide quality traditional programming that will build community on the SMU campus, strengthen relationships with alumni and friends of the university, and foster student leadership. This is Lauren Montgomery speaking, and I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about the Student Foundation's impact on SMU. Absolutely, and thank you guys again for having me and just wanting to share more about about SF. But like Morgan mentioned, we are in charge of putting on all traditional programming on campus, but it goes beyond you know the events and it really comes into the experiences and the way that we are able to make SMU feel like a home for every single type of student. Whether you're a first year or a senior, we hope that you can attend one of our events, feel the tradition that fills this campus, have lots of Mustang pride and just make this place feel like home. And through, you know, I think it also goes into student leadership and, you know, we have a over a hundred members. And so, you know, we're, we also hope that yes, while we are putting on these events, but we hope it goes beyond that and that our members are spreading, you know, Mustang pride as well as, you know, modeling what it looks like to be a good student leader um, on all on all fronts of campus. This is Caitlin Kalina speaking. How would you describe your role and responsibilities as president of Student Foundation? President is such a really awesome role. I would say number number one, I am Student Foundation's advocate and kind of voice to SMU administration, faculty, staff. I'm the one that makes sure that, you know, we, our voices are being heard and that we are just staying at the, in the front lines in terms of decisions that are being made for students. Um, it's also my responsibility to make sure that everyone has the resources that they need. So whether it's a board member who is putting on a particular event or an exec member, or a general member. It is my job to make sure that all of the connections within the organization are being made and that everyone has what they need. Um, I like to describe my job as doing anything and everything. You know, it's really important that I have just a general pulse on what is going on um, across the board and that I work to bridge the gap between the board and executive members to our general members. We do not ever wanna, you know, operate like a hierarchy or anything like that. It is one big unit, big family, and it is my job to make sure that we are operating that way at all times. It is, I think, just being very selfless and realizing that I want to always put Student Foundation before myself and the members before myself being there to help, to support, and to foster growth of our leaders, whether that's, you know, a first, you know, someone's first semester in SF, how can I support them? How can I, you know, help them attain their goals throughout their time in SF? Or maybe it's the family weekend chair. You know, I, you know, how can I mentor 
that individual and help them get to where they want to be at the end of the year. So um, it, I wear a lot of different hats, but I can tell you right now, it is the best role and the best responsibility that I have ever had the honor and privilege to do. And it's hard to believe that my term is uh, coming coming close to an end, but it has been been the best thing. How would you say Zoom meetings have taken away from or enhanced the SF experience? So I would say there is nothing like walking into the forum, which is the room we used to meet in, in Hughes Trig on a Thursday evening. Just the excitement that filled the room and the energy that was there was pretty, it's pretty hard to match. But I would say that we have done our best, and especially the leadership team, to transfer that energy into a Zoom meeting and a Zoom space. You know, whether, you know, that's by playing music as people enter, you know, I always try and open up the meeting about 15 minutes early. That way people who are available and ready to jump on um, a little bit early for some kind of more casual conversation, uh, we can do that. Um, then leading into the meetings, just making sure that things are really upbeat um, and that we're still engaging with the you know, the GMs and the board and exec members, even though we're not in the room. So that comes with just open discussion. We also have um, different platforms and softwares that we've um, put in place so that people can still participate um, virtually. There's one called AHA Slides and it, it's kind of like a bridge between PowerPoint and Google Slides. So you can do surveys, you can have people submit words into word clouds. So we've really been innovative in ways that we can still engage our members in our meetings. And I would say though it does look a lot different, our meetings are just as exciting as they have ever been. In fact, we are seeing some really kind of record high attendance consistently. You know, I think that part of the reason uh, we've seen that is because people can join from anywhere, you know, maybe you're had to run an errand, but you're going to be back. So you're going to join the call while you wrap up that errand. Whereas, you know, in the forum, someone didn't make it back in time. They just unfortunately were absent that meeting. So I think, you know, there are pros and cons to both formats. Of course, I would kill to have one last GM meeting in person, but I always look forward to our Zoom meetings on Thursdays as well. And how has COVID affected Student Foundation? So we have had to alter just about everything that we do. Um, and we operate under the university student event guidelines. You know, we currently under the orange level. So um, we follow very closely with um, student affairs, the things that they're putting out along with, you know, the CDC in Dallas County, their regulations. But we've really just had to look down at the core, you know, what is tradition? Tradition doesn't necessarily mean that you do the same thing every single year. It's, you know, it's about the experience that you create and making this place seem like home for everyone. And so, you know, even though we have to do that in a different way now, it is still, what we're, from what we're seeing, still very impactful. Of course, we always offer a virtual opportunity for remote students or maybe students who cannot attend events. So um, I would say while these changes have caused us to think innovatively and you're just very, you have to be very detail oriented. You have to think about anything and everything that could come up, you know, orange cones that show people how to social, you know, where they should be standing in line or, you know, opportunities for, you know, people to send care packages home to their parents who can't fly into Dallas. So, um, changes on all fronts, but I think at the end of the day, Student Foundation is stronger because of it, and I think our traditions are really going to benefit, and our events are going to 
benefit from it moving forward. Will Student Foundation continue to hold events next semester and will they be similar to what we have been seeing this semester? Yes, absolutely. That was our number one thing from the very start was no event is ever canceled um, unless we absolutely have to and the university requires us. We are always willing to find a way to make things happen. And so, yes, next semester we will continue to have events. Um, as we know, our spring event is Peruna Palooza. So just depending on what the university's guidelines are at that particular moment will depend, you know, what that event looks like. But I can tell you it'll be a wonderful birthday party to celebrate Peruna, whether it's, you know, part of it's virtual or we can have, you know, roller coasters, whatever it may be, we'll make it happen. What is it like to be a member of Student Foundation and what are some of the goals for each of the members within Student Foundation? To be a member of Student Foundation, in my opinion, and I hope everyone feels this way, is to really join a family and a community on this campus. I think we provide a really unique opportunity for those students who maybe haven't quite found their group or their niche on this campus, and they're able to walk into a group full of students who are just excited to be on Mustangs and also excited to get to know new people. And so, you know, as a member, you are excited about our events, willing to promote and work and just make them the best that they can be. But more than that, you're willing to give your time, your efforts to the university and to make this place better than it was when you first arrived. In terms of goals for each member, I think that varies. You know, there are so many, you, SF is what you make of it. You know, you can come in and just kind of slide under the radar, attend GM meetings and work your shifts, or you can fully invest, you know, set goals to become a board member, a committee member. Maybe you set a goal to become the president and, you know, you're going to be surrounded by people who are going to push you, who are going to make you better and who are going to help you achieve those goals. And so I think it, at the end of the day, our number one goal as members and what keeps us all coming back is serving our peers and the SMU community. And what are some things you wish people knew more about regarding Student Foundation? I wish people knew the time and effort that it takes to put on an event of this, you know, large scale. You know, when you're talking about family weekend or homecoming, these are multi-day events that involve many, many stakeholders around the university, you know, parents, alumni, surrounding businesses. And so it takes a village. And let me tell you, we could not do it without every single member. It does not matter if you are a GM or if you have a border exec position, you are absolutely valued and each person matters just as much as the next. And so um, I think I hope that everyone knows how much work it takes, number one, but also that we couldn't do it without every single person that we have that's committed to the organization. What are your success metrics for events and how do you define success for your organization? We have um, kind of a, a motto or a mantra that as long as we serve one more student than was being served yesterday or the event before, then it was a success. You know, it's easy to get wrapped up in, you know, how many people attended the event or, you know, what went wrong or what could we have done better. But at the end of the day, if a handful of students showed up, 
that is a success for us because we were able to show them the love of SMU and the love of their fellow students. And I think that is just something that is so, so special. Of course, we do look at, you know, what types of students um, attended the event. Through Connect, we were able to pull specific stats on, you know, you know, was it mainly first years that attended? How can we get the off-campus students who maybe don't live as close to come back and attend the events? You know, what incentives can we provide? And so I would say it's a combination of looking at the attendance, comparing it to um, previous years, and also just remembering that, you know, as long as you are serving, you know, some students, you're, it's a success. Were Peruna Palooza and Family Weekend successful for SF this year? Yes, absolutely. To start out with Peruna Palooza, we made it into a three-day event, and that was because the Campus Events Committee did not feel as if they could incorporate all of the aspects of Peruna Palooza safely in one event. So we started out with the concert. It was a huge success. We had a local country band come out and they were wonderful, provided great live entertainment for students. I loved seeing Dallas Hall Lawn alive again. This was the first student-led programming that was put on um, to kind of kick off the semester. And um, I wanna say we had, a bu- we had just over 200 people attend that night which um, is a huge success, especially considering um, all of the restrictions and guidelines regarding COVID-19. The next day was a movie night, which was also really exciting, featured Footloose and had delicious treats for students to take as they exited the the event. Then we wrapped up with an in-person, smaller scale, um, kind of Peruna party is what it was titled. Um, different games. We also had care packages for students to pick up with merchandise and activities that they could enjoy, you know, on their own, in their room, in their dorm. That way they could, um, you know, do it safely. And I would say all in all, that event was a huge success. It really set the precedent for what student programming can look like and just showed and proved that it is possible. With hard work and diligence, it is possible to put on safe events. Moving on to Family Weekend, it was a tremendous success as well. We really did not know what to expect in terms of how many families would be comfortable traveling to Dallas, but we were overwhelmed with how people were so committed to the tradition and just excited to be here. Um, We gave away lots of wonderful merch, had opportunities for students to send a reverse care package to their parents if they weren't able to make it. We um, had Night on the Lawn, which we again brought in a country band and they were wonderful entertainment. Everyone enjoyed it. People were compliant with the expectations that we set regarding COVID-19, wearing the mask, socially distancing, which was just wonderful to see. So all in all, it was a tremendous, both events were very successful and I'm just could not have done it without you know, each member of SF and particularly those event chairs and their committees, they just completely blew it away. What can the SMU community expect for homecoming and celebration of lights this year? So homecoming is coming up and is very exciting. So we are going to have several different events. We will have Rock the Vote, um, and this will take place in Ford Stadium. You know, typically it is in Moody Coliseum, but 
We're moving it outside and we will have a select number of representatives that can attend from each organization that is registered. So they will be there getting those spirit points. Candidates will also be there on the field, socially distanced, um, answering those questions and it will be, we're gonna try and preserve that tradition as much as we can given these circumstances. There will be a live stream of Rock the Vote. So those people who in the organizations that cannot attend because of the limited capacity, they can also you know, tune in and cheer on um, their organizations as well. We are also having an event called SMU Through the Ages. As you may know, this is our centennial homecoming. So we are celebrating the 100th homecoming at SMU, which is just incredible. So we are having notable alumni come back and give a virtual seminar. Um, and it's going to be moderated by our homecoming chair, Luckett Robinson, as well as a committee member, Piper Holden. And they have been working tremendously hard to get some really incredible alumni to come back. I'll give you a sneak peek. Um, the actor uh, who plays Kevin in The Office will be one of the featured alum on the call, which is really exciting. In addition, we will have a stationary homecoming parade. So organizations are building a small scale float. They will be placed on the median of Bishop Boulevard. So on the boulevard for people to walk around and look at. We're continuing the tradition of painting the Perunas. So don't worry, those will be on display as well. We are having a concert on Friday night, which the artist has not been released. But let me tell you, it is a really exciting one. And I think students are really going to be excited and really going to love it. So stay tuned for that. And then lastly, we have our game day presentation where we will, you know, crown the queen and king and give um, our awards and recognize those accomplished seniors as they represent their organizations. So homecoming committee and chair have worked just tremendously hard and it is going to be one for the books. That's for sure. Celebration of Life is happening November 16th. It will take place on Dallas Hall Lawn. Of course, we are still working out the details on how we will properly social distance everyone, but um, there's probably going to be a stocking stuffing party. And in addition to Dr. Turner, of course, speaking and student talent to uh, kick off the night. So we are working as hard as we can to preserve those, tra those traditions. So I'm um, just really excited for both of them to come up pretty soon. Other than homecoming and celebration of lights, what other exciting events do you have planned this, for this semester? So those two really take the cake. We are really focused on, on those um, events. And you know, in addition to that, and mainly the things that we have going on are just kind of some internal. We do lots of fam, we have what's called the SF Fam Jam. So it's a competition among the SF families. And so we'll be doing some internal kind of um, bonding activities, uh, virtual, of course. But um, in terms of events this semester, homecoming and COL are really where we're focusing our energy. So what has been the biggest challenge that you and the Student Foundation as a whole have had to face this semester? I would say the hardest thing that we've had to deal with are just the constant changes and the fluidity just for kind of that we're living in right now. You know, just with Family Weekend specifically, days before the event, we were notified of a change that athletics had made that caused us to have to change and alter our schedule which, you know, when you're working with families and parents, that can cause a little bit of tension there just because they make their travel arrangements and um, things like that. 
But um, I would say that is the hardest part is just dealing with those changes and remaining flexible. What has being involved in Student Foundation meant to you? Student Foundation has honestly defined my SMU experience, has challenged me to grow as a leader in ways that I really didn't know were possible. Um, It has also shown me what true leadership, teamwork, and passion looks like because I don't know that many universities can say that students have persevered through a global pandemic to put on student events and traditions, you know, like we have. And I think it's just, it's a special community that will forever hold a place in my heart. And um, my SMU experience would not, would not be what it is without SF. And I just hope that I have given, that in the coming months, I will give back to SF as much as it has given me. What has been your favorite memory during your time working with Student Foundation? Man, this is a tough question because I have so many, but one that really comes to mind, and this happened last semester. So um, on my 21st birthday, we had a general member meeting that evening in Huge Trig. So this was before all the craziness hit. I just went in, you know, expecting we're just going to do a normal meeting and Um, They had created this video where every member of SF was wishing me a happy birthday and saying a little special message and just the energy and the love that filled the room um, just to celebrate me was just unreal. I, I know how much love exists in the organization, but just to see them embrace me and love me so well was just so phenomenal. I, Also um, served as the family weekend chair last year. We put on a reception called the Hilltop Welcome, and uh, we kind of revamped the schedule and reworked everything for family weekend 2019. And just to see that come to life and really just every memory boils down to the community and the people. If we're together, it's a great memory. But those are just a few that really stick out. Where can people find more information about SF and y'all's events? Two main places that we have all of our updated information are communications chair Jenny Rudolph works so hard to um, keep our website, which is smu.edu forward slash SF, up to date with all the details and all of the information. And then as well as our Instagram, which is um, SF underscore SMU. those are definitely the main two. I would say the website is going to have all the detailed explanations in terms of every little thing that you need to know about the events. And then of course, Instagram is going to be more promotional type items and graphics and things like that. But um, either way, you will um, find all the information that you need to know. And lastly, how can people join your organization? So we have spring and fall recruitment. And at the beginning of the semester, our um, application goes live, and you can find the link to that through Connect. So if you go to um, connect.smu.edu and you search Student Foundation, the link to the application is on our um, Connect page. 
In addition, the link will always be in the bio of our Instagram when it is live, but the application cycles vary um, just year to year, depending on the start date of the semester and just things that are going on. So um, I would say just if you're interested in joining SF at the beginning of the fall semester or coming up here in the spring when we get back in January, the application will go live for about one and a half to two weeks, then there will be um, a round of interviews and then we'll make our final selections. But I highly encourage, if you're even thinking about applying, um, I would highly encourage you to do so. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much, Sophie, for joining us today. Don't forget to catch our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and more. Make sure to follow us on social by visiting our Facebook and Instagram accounts at SMU Hello Hilltop where you can find behind-the-scenes info and upcoming podcasts. Also, feel free to follow Student Foundation on their social media by visiting their Facebook and Instagram accounts at sf underscore smu. Until next time, we'll see you on the hilltop.